Hello, <coughs> guys. Alpha. Hello, good morning. <laughs> good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alpha now. You guys should introduce yourselves. I, mean, I don't want us to do it at the end of the this thing me me i i am your host i am great my name is great so um caesar okay i am todimu but my friends call me todi and i think attack on titan is one of the best animes i've ever seen so far <laughs> all right so, uh, um, name is Victor. Secondary school. Right? And uh, I think yeah. Attack on Titan is pretty dope. And it's going to be the Christmas tradition for my children and grandchildren. So, yeah. <laughs> I like you. I like that. Uh, Any boy. I am um, I'm Rafael Anibasa and I'm new to anime. Attack on Titan has made me like love animes, and I, I think I'll keep on watching good ones recommended to me by my friends. Yeah, cool. So, um, this is the second uh, episode of not just this uh, a series, but the, this uh, podcast as a whole. This um, this podcast is not just for animes or just for Attack on Titan, but you know, I started with it because you know, Attack on Titan, the uh, the season finale is coming out soon, so I just want to like, <laughs> I know a lot of you guys that 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 have watched the show that like the show, so I just want us to like talk about this before the season finale comes out. So, yeah. We've already said now, we've already talked about how awesome it is. Me, I'm tired of talking, I'm tired of saying it. I, I don't like becoming a broken record, but like, I just like let us not like really talk about the meat of why it is, why we, you know, are claiming it is goodness and all that, you know. So, I think we'll start with the setting of the show. We'll start with the setting of the show. Uh, the way, the way the uh, Isayama, the way he placed the show, the world that he placed it in. Because to me, that the that's obviously is the foundation for any any movie, any story, anything. But this one is even much more crucial, the setting of this show. Because a lot of it, like if you if you if you focus on it, you understand, like you'd appreciate the art more. So I'm sure you guys agree with me, Sha. Sure. You know, the 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 yeah, the there are two two main um will I say like environments 
in the show. Well, the show is set in a, is, is set in a fictional world that is a, there's an island, Paradise Island, and then there's somewhere else. We later find out later. But when we are introduced to the show, we are introduced that that place is the only place. That, that's the whole world. So one thing that I liked about that show, especially through the setting, is that everything, just like the, the characters in the show, we were discovering the world with them. A lot of things that they didn't know, we also didn't know. We are discovering it as they are discovering it. So, I I I think there's some undertones of some kind of things that are in the settings, like um, Paradise Island. Now, for example, seems a lot like Big Brother to me, 1984 by this George Orwell, that book. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the, yeah, because yeah, of the, the whole idea of the, the government controlling all the information that you know, that you have, and in effect, controlling your reality. And because of that, they can tell you what you believe what to believe and what not to believe it was like it's so similar so so similar and you know then if you now want to go to um what are they calling it and um, the other side mali that one is just nazi jammy no difference <laughs> <laughs> no difference at all the handbands that they wear to the whole ghetto <laughs> kind of stuff that to the Eldians there, to the whole um, um, evil generation kind of stuff, to so even the characters bearing German names. Yeah. So, yeah, also, I said... And also the, look, the space, the aircraft, yeah. the blimps. Remember, like, those floating balloons were, like, oh. very signature, let's say, signature marks of the Nazi empire. Oh really? I didn't. Even wow. They had a lot of blimps that time, so that was like a very easy mode of transportation. So when in those times you could just see them, you just see the Red Cross and be like high or something, and things like that. Okay. So I I I heard the architecture as well. I read somewhere that the architecture as well is quite German. The the way they do like the roads there. So it's crazy. It's just, it's just pure genius. I don't know. So you like know something about um, yeah. Paradise Island, right? It, yeah. it, it's incredibly ironic and accurate at the same time. Paradise, like Paradise Heaven in Latin, yeah. is actually a terrible place, a prison island for these people. Whilst at the same time, it's a paradise compared to what people on Mali are going through. You know exactly. Sam? I swear. Like, <laughs> it, it really would not have been that bad if they weren't surrounding it with, with titans, you know. It really yeah. would have been the sanctuary. 
where, where they, they had escaped from their oppression. Well, you make it well. Very true. true. But you also have to remember that a large, a large number of people in Paradise Island were, let's like say, farmers. And when you think about farmers, you think peasants, uneducated people with not so many worries, just eat, sleep, and be safe. Unlike the Mali, yeah, unlike Mali, where like industrial in the industrial age, things like that. That's true. Uh, you know, Paradise Island really would have been a paradise. Well, it not for the what 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 what's the name of the royal family again? The one that keeps on using their magic to mind control everyone. Um, um, is it the no? Is it Fritz? No, it's not Fritz. Um, race. 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 Yes, race. Yeah, you see, they determined the social structure of the place. I mean, clearly they've separated it into classes, right? Some people are just bound to be peasants their entire life, never exactly. even making it into the inner area of the of the walls. Right now, despite the titans that are outside eating people, <laughs> they created this rigid class structure and started mind controlling people. Which, frankly, is just a new type of oppression different from what they were running away from in Mali. So exactly. Even when people, that's exactly what I was trying to get to. Even when people <laughs> are aware that they are suffering together, they still find a way to oppress each other. You know, they, they don't come together in camaraderie when they have an outside force stamping on their neck. Okay. Yeah. Humans, humans have a way of incredible. Humans have a way of um, organizing themselves into yep. hierarchy. So I think no matter what, so far there is a common enemy. Human beings are okay with organizing themselves into hierarchy and don't and in a way they don't care because if you notice, it's people from the outermost part of the world when they train and become the top in their class, they go into the city to protect those people who are on top. So I think they were okay with that because they had a common enemy. That's right. You know, actually, I don't think they were okay with that because a lot of people would risk their lives joining the corps just to go higher in society. They know you could go out there and get absolutely devoured by a titan, but you risk your life anyway because you knew it would get you a better standing in society. I think a lot of people really were not okay with the hierarchy, but what, what can they do? They have the, the military police to enforce this hierarchy. But what are you going to do about it? You try anything, they, they kill you or they lock they you away forever. Or uh, they send you, you to the fields to go on. What they were doing mostly is that when you get to the, to the cadets' uh, calls and... Um, you eventually decide you don't want to be a soldier. They'll send you to the fields, like slaving away. Honestly, uh, that's um, um, when you begin to look at Aradis, you see a lot of mad injustice going on. Those three walls <laughs> signifying social structures, like clearly, in fact, I think it is not even a mistake that there are three lower class, middle class, and then the rich. Exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> so 
it's just nonsense. Like these people in the first place, they suffered to get to this place, and then they decide that this uh, uh, training in the army is so hard. And then what 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 now happens to them? They send them to the fields to go and work for the same rich people because of because of what? Because they are part of the um, um, royal family that came from that other place that have you know, still have their memories and all that. They they have understanding of what the real world is like. So it still takes us back to like the whole I don't know if you guys how many of you guys have read nineteen eighty four. But the, the point of that nineteen the, the whole like what George Orwell was talking about in that nineteen eighty four is kind of like the the people controlling things. They control the media. You you see that in, in um in Attack on Titan 2, that those people were they 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 threaten the the news people. So they control the media, they control the information that goes out to everyone. They control today eh, in in uh, what are they calling it? That's is it Oceania? I've forgotten that country. They can say, let us say, uh, I've forgotten the exact names of the countries. Let us just say we are Nigeria now. Let us say. We don't know anything that is going on out there, and they tell us that Nigeria is at war with Canada. Tomorrow, they can say Nigeria is at war with USA and was never at war with Canada, and that is the truth. Instantly, so it's exactly like that. Then they torture people, and we see them doing it in what are they calling it in uh, Attack on Titan? They tortured people, they killed people, Erwin's dad. Um, uh, Amin's parents, all those kind of stuff. Like, it's exactly like that. Oppression, power, same story. And that's how this <laughs> real world too, if we are being serious, <laughs> if we are being honest. <laughs> you know, that's what I was going to say. Like, power, this is not that special, really. You can compare it to many states right now, existence in the real world. The only big difference is that they have a magic ability to control people's minds. Other than that, they're just doing what regular well, states I would, I would do. I'll say controlling people's minds, but a lot of the citizens, let me say citizens of Paradise Island, where will I say well, civility, I can't I don't know how to use the actual tense, but civility where even if you arm them, they still they still act dumb. You get they never ask questions or like arming everyone else just going to the flow, like my life is here, my life is bound between these walls and things like that. So when the Colossal and is it yeah, when the Colossal and Amor Titan attack the is it War Maria or War Rosa? Yeah. When they attack Rose. when yeah, they Wal-Maria. attack Wall Maria, remember that a lot of people had to relocate to the inner walls. Not even really, they had to run to the inner walls. So what did the when they saw when they saw that yeah. there was no the food were no uh, the rations were not going were not going to be enough what happened they let's say quoted suicide as we want you to honorably go and fight those titans like it was mass <laughs> like they were whining them like we please go and fight them for your honor yeah man man meanwhile we knew that um, this is food this is us fodder for the titans. So basically, yeah. so not many of them could think for themselves. Even Mika, I mean, even Mikasa. Well, Mikasa was she's very talented, she's very gifted combat-wise, but 
most of our actions were because of errand this, follow, follow, errand this, errand that. Yeah, to be fair, saying they can't think for themselves is it's a, it's a little bit it's a little bit unfair, right? Because these people have gone through lifetimes of propaganda, telling them that this is how the rigid structure is supposed to be. You're supposed to honorably send your life away when the Titans show up. I mean, they hold parades every time the military goes out to go and scout, right? They, they've they've been What's what I'm looking for? They've been, they've been made to think like that. And frankly, that's just how human beings work. Indoctrination. I mean, okay, Erwin, as an example, indoctrin, yes, right? Erwin's um, dad was one of the inquisitive sorts, and he was an educator. The reason they had to remove him is because he was going to taint their propaganda that they feed to the children. You understand? If they control even what's taught to children, how do you expect to grow up and have class consciousness of whether or not you are being taken advantage? <laughs> yeah, it was actually quite deliberate. Yeah, it was to keep their power. Oh, yes. So, 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 guys, guys, guys. Wow. Actually, actually, I. You guys have actually said what you just said now, um, Victor, about the um, Erwin's dad. Like, of course, I knew he, he posed the threats, but I didn't think of it from the angle of him, you know, being um, what are the him being dangerous from an the educator? Point, yeah, from the point of view that he he he's teaching. He's spoiling the indoctrination process at the very beginning, you know, via the children. You understand? Because obviously the indoctrination will start from when the person is a child. That's how it starts always. So I didn't uh, think of it from that point. That was actually very, very interesting. But going back to the, 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 um, the whole paradise something like i almost feel like we didn't touch on mali too much uh, but i'm sure we'll, we'll get back to it so we're going back to the paradise island thing on how it was how ideally it would be like it should work it should actually be something like paradise i actually kind of i no, not that i kind of i agree with you because the if those idiots, those guys from Mali were not, you know, sending titans or whatever to that place. That place is just on its own, you know. And there's also, going back to 1984, there's this um, um, maxim that one guy used in that book. He said that freedom is slavery and slavery is freedom. Basically, what he was trying to say is that when you are one with the states, you are as powerful as the state. That is, you are the state. So when you submit to the state, when you like give yourself as a slave to the state, you that's when you will truly be free. Let us say, for instance, you know, let, let us say, for instance, now um, you are a citizen of a very, very powerful country. Let's say the most powerful country in the world or whatever. You can only truly be free if 
you are like submitting to that. I don't know if you guys get what I'm saying, Sha. I so I, I get what you're saying, but it's a pretty messed up notion, I, however. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to justify notion. I'm just like <laughs> saying I'm just like quoting from that book. Because obviously if you've read 1984, it, yeah, a lot of is a fucked up obviously. Um because of that this um this whole thing about freedom. I think freedom is like very, very uh is often repeated as a theme in, in Attack on Titan. If you watch episode one of Attack on Titan season one, the very first thing you see there is birds flying. And season season three. The very first thing they showed you is Aaron looking at birds flying. Um, the trailer of season four, birds flying. Um, the Scouts Regiment, their symbol are wings of freedom. So, like, freedom as a theme is repeated, like, so much in the show. And, you know, you guys thoughts on it i don't know if you you guys have observed this stuff in fact Aaron himself <laughs> who is the main character that's his life he's always only talking about freedom so i like to know like like you know um what's the name of the mangaka again uh the roots of the person the uh, uh isiyama hajime isiyama <laughs> yeah you see he really knows how to mind fuck people right <laughs> see from the be- very beginning he's been talking about how these characters are chasing freedom Armin is saying this continent has water it's not just a stretch of land that reaches around the entire world and nobody believes him he's like that's crazy talk right nobody has ever seen an ocean before are you talking about a lake say no there's water all right now Eren is determined to go beyond this wall. Armin and Mikasa. <laughs> they fight so hard. And finally, towards the end of the previous season, they see the water. And then Eren learns the, the fact of why they're on the island in the first place. And you, you, you start to wonder, right? Is yeah. what beyond this water freedom? <laughs> by, by the time you cross the water, you're going to meet people that will happily put you in chains for the rest of your life. Exactly. So, what is freedom then? You, you turn around, there are titans behind you that will eat you. You look forth, there's a vast ocean with enemies beyond what it. I... So, yeah, quite mindful after that last in season. In my opinion, I think I everyone has their own different definition of freedom. If you remember someone like Sasha, our own definition of freedom was to eat meat, eat meat unrestricted, if I'm correct. That was our <laughs> like, definition of freedom. For someone like Erwin now, yeah, Erwin, Erwin, wanted, Erwin was bound, like, yeah, he was bound with the chains of not knowing what how like, he was inquisitive, so he wanted like freedom to know, well, 
wanted to get answers, and I think those answers would have just given him a sense of freedom, you get? And he was ready to risk it all. Then, well, there were other... I'm still, I'm coming on, I'm still looking for other examples, but everyone has their own specific definition of freedom. Another way... Yeah, all the Another way to, yeah. to, 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 I think, look at freedom, like what Grit was saying, slavery is freedom, freedom is slavery. I think the best way to look at it is, for example, now I think who said this, Judah Peterson, he said that if, if you take a chessboard, for instance, once you stick to the rules of chess, you are free yeah. to do anything. So far, you stick to that rule of chess. So in a way, it's still submissive. You're still being submissive in a way. But, when you, but within those rules, you are free. Yeah. So I think that's another way to look at freedom. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know something. You know something about this. Um, that that maxim: slavery is freedom. Freedom, freedom is slavery. There, there's actually some truth to it, to me. Well, but <laughs> um, this guy, there's a little I said to you know, Hannes. Hannes, um, that is that drunk police. That guy in the garrison. Yes, yes. Yeah, Hannes. There was something he said. That was um, season two. That was my favorite AOP episode, Scream. That particular, I think, is it Scream? Is that Scream or Scream, One Scream, of those two episodes, Scream. Cha. I think that was the period, one of that period he died, Cha. He said that he knows that Eren is always talking about freedom but that he feels like his life in the world where he, he, he even though he was, a, he was a garrison officer, he could drink anytime he wants on the job and just live life normally and just go. He felt happier then. He felt more free then. So, so, it is it is kind of funny because and to me it almost feels tragic because can you imagine what it would be like if <laughs> if they were in quote free all the while I don't know it it feels it feels kind of tragic sharp I don't know well. I think it's a very interesting uh, uh, topic throughout that show. Um, talking about Eren, Eren, Eren is a very, 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 very stubborn character. Very, very stubborn. And I think, to me, Eren is the embodiment of tragedy. To me, because there was something I was telling someone. I was discussing with someone about AOT one time. You know, Shingeki no Kyojin literally translates into Attack Titan. That is all the Titan of Attack. That is the actual translation. And Eren himself, uh, Eren himself mentions this uh, in season three, where he's kind of spaced out and then holding his hand, he now says uh, Shingeki no Kyojin. Hanji was now mimicking him and all that. So that's like the literal translation. But what we see on the poster is Attack on Titan. And some people have said that is a mistake or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's a mistake. 
But I feel like Attack on Titan, which is the the this is what I was telling someone. Attack on Titan, which is like the Eren's earliest goal that he has always always been shouting, I'm going to kill all the Titans, blah 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 blah. I'm going to wipe them off the face of the earth. That is the the first his first goal, Attack on Titan, which is the first translation we have of Shigeki no Kyojin. And when you juxtapose, when you compare it with um, Attack Titan, which is what Eren later finds out that he is himself, you realize the tragedy that is uh, Eren Yiga because <laughs> it's tragic. And I think it's, 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 uh, um, causes him some kind of internal conflict because he's a very polar character, Eren Yeager. And like a lot of other uh, uh, people in that show, there's so much polarity and antagonism in that show. Eren is like the number one person that is like that. He's so, you know, just like Naruto from Naruto. <laughs> he's just fixed that this is what to happen. This is how I'm going to do it. This is, uh, and this is how it's going to come out. Just that unlike Naruto, Attack on Titan's world is, is not, it's not candy. It's real. It's very brutal. So he gets shocked all the time. So I think one of the first times that his, his polarity was put in question, that whole attitude was the period that there was a time that they killed two two titans that they had captured, and that uh, Hanji was experimenting on. And then Erwin held him. Erwin just held him on the shoulder and asked him, "That look there, that who do you think is the enemy?" So that question, looking back at it now, that question was very very deep. But Erwin did not know. So that question through Eren, and like because Eren has in his mind the enemy is like this they are mindless they don't do this they are just evil and they just want to kill people and that's all and that was why when um what's her name Annie became a titan in Stoer's district even when he was dying he found it very hard he could not even, he still didn't have the will to turn into a titan because to him in his mind, the enemies are one way, and then the the uh, the the allies are one way. They are human beings. You understand? So I like that. I like I like the theme of polarity as well. In that show, is actually quite very very strong. You see it in a lot of characters. In a lot of you see it between Mali and Parad- Paradise as well. So. I really like that uh, thing. I don't know if you guys have also like come across it in some other way in the show. You know, <laughs> polarity right, is what drives virtually every narrative. You, you can't have your character agreeing with each other all the time. I mean, even in the close-knit group of, of uh, uh, Mikasa, Eren, and um, Armin, they can't even agree on what's important, right? If it's up to Mikasa, 
Eren would sit at home all day. Hell, he would quit the cops and just be happy with the life that he has, right? Yeah. However, you, you, you can't have that because he's this stubborn man that charges headlong into everything. They call this <laughs> the shonen character uh, flaw. I call it a flaw at least. Virtually every shonen character has the same headstrong attitude. They want to rush in and fix everything with their main character abilities. You know, I really like the fact that Attack on Titan subverted pretty much everyone's expectations. Uh, I kept doing that. He kept rushing in, (laughs) thinking, throwing his head at every problem will fix it. There was that long amount of time he was all depressed because he realized, I keep doing this shit, but nothing is getting fixed. My friends are dying. Everyone is still dying. And all I can shout is, I want to kill all the titans. He was, he was being kidnapped all the time. I said, <laughs> That guy is so bad. They will eat his hand. They will cut him off. They will just, they're just hacking him to bits and pieces, kidnapping him, passing. <laughs> ah, God. <laughs> I swear to God. I said, ah, you know, so, you know, from this, um, you know, okay, it's it, like I said, it's not just every, to me, like like um, Victor said, every character has this whole, this antagonism um, complex just built in them. Even the Mali people, what they do, what they do is that they hate the Eldians simply because their ancestors, you know, they, they I don't know, they, they just you know, say like, some shit. Hold on, yeah. let's let's talk about the the Malians <laughs> a little bit, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. They, hey, they, remember, they just, remember okay. in Mali, remember the owl? I think that's another like very clear. Let's say depiction of polarity. You know, you know there was a rebe- there was a rebellion. Okay. I think yeah, there was either a resistance or a rebellion. So they were always awaiting, they were always awaiting like instructions from the hour, the hour, the hour. You get. This guy yeah. was always I won't say strict that followed I won't say he followed rules strictly, but he was well. Let's say was a dedicated, let me call him German soldier now, like that where it depicts. So you know at the end, <laughs> you now seeing showing us that this guy was the owl and this thing, like that one was just let's say it bust my brain. I won't lie to you. <laughs> like, how did this guy how how is this guy the owl? Because yeah, um, Kruger. Yeah, because Aaron remember, Kruger. I think it was, yeah, it was the Titan before uh, it was the attack titan before um it was the Eren's dad. Yeah. Grisha, nigga. So, well, that was one. That was one. That was one thing. Yeah. He saw them kill. Well, man, he saw them kill Grisha Yiga's sister, and I'm sure that I felt something. But the guy was not moved at all. It was not later, later, like he naturally killed the guy that killed the sister, like mother had you. Yeah. Like Fuck So, Victor, you are saying something. Yeah, uh, 
please remind me the name of the the uh, the people that are locked up on Paradise. They're called the uh, uh, something. Eldians. Yeah, Eldians. Yeah, the Eldians, yeah, Eldians. are dangerous people. Correct. Yes. Yeah. No, like like they are actually capable of causing global harm, like they did in the past before they were subdued. Yeah, so, you see, that's the thing. That's the thing. They were said that, like, it is said that that is what they did in the past. To the Eldians, it is said that they actually didn't do anything and that their, their, their ancestor, Yime, was actually spreading prosperity everywhere. You see, this is the thing about... There's also this thing about um, um, twisting reality just there in this show, just like on Paradise Island, that the truth is kind of like whatever anybody wants to make it. So to the, to the Malians... Yime exactly. was a demon. Exactly. To the elders, exactly, exactly, was exactly. I was about to say that. Hmm. So it, it's not just history is written really by the victors. Generation exactly. Call of Duty. Like <laughs> whether it's it's true or not, though, these are people with magical abilities. To put it lightly, I mean, no, they are had the ability to wipe everyone's memory you know yeah. it's not yeah. really a thing trifle with correct so yeah. like <laughs> the, the Malians are certainly bad people you shouldn't be killing children right but at the same time these are definitely people you do not want to fuck with so yeah <laughs> you start wonder about morality are they bad people necessarily you know the Malians. The Malians. Uh, okay. Ah, <laughs> like this. But I think the oh, the the leader of the the I Eldians. I think he said that he <laughs> went to um, Paradise Island for peace to reign. So in that scenario, the Malians the Malians look like the the villagers. Yes. Because they went to Paradise Island for peace to reign, and they weren't chased there. Okay, okay, okay. I said, do you know something? I don't want to talk because yeah, don't talk. You know, spoiler. <laughs> no, definitely, I'm not going to drop anything like spoilers. But the thing is, out of all of us here, I'm. I think I'm the only one that that's read uh, manga. So. But I like this line of thought, honestly. I like this line of thought. And this question is actually very, very, um, very, very, very key. Because obviously, from the, the beginning of the show, God, I swear, Isiyama is a mad person. I swear <laughs> to God. Because from the beginning of the show, like I said, we are following it through the eyes of people in Paradise Island. So well, it was like you walked. It looks like this is what is happening. There's so much suffering on these people, this one, that one. And then we see some bad guys 
and then they come and they are, you know, fucking everywhere or scattering everywhere. Or definitely, these guys must be bad until the point where um, they are chasing Rainer and Bertolt, and Bertolt is in Rainer's and Bertolt is telling them that there was a question he threw at them that they all like paused and was like, do they think that anybody wants to live this kind of life? You understand? So. The morality thing. Okay, the one, what, one what was the reason the the, the um, guys in Mali, why did they send um, Beto and Reina and Annie? And they sent them. They didn't send them. Yeah, they did. They, they didn't did, send they them did. now. They did. Yeah, they, I think this is not a spoiler. They, they, okay, yeah, they did. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can't say why they sent them. But they did, obviously, like... Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. I thought... Okay, Annie, for example, yeah. right? She was a prisoner that they tossed there. They didn't toss Berthold and uh, Reiner. You say? They tossed Annie on that island. They didn't toss Berthold and Reiner. Annie, Berthold, Reiner, and another guy. There were four of them that left. If you remember... Um, Bertolt and Rainer were talking about one friend of theirs that Ymir, the jaw titan, ate. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. So, okay, four of them were right. sent to Paradise Island and they had a mission to complete. And that was why, after some time, Zeke came to get them to see if they had completed the mission. Do you understand? They were actually sent. They mentioned the mission in the anime, right? No, they didn't. Did they? No, they so everything is just up in my head now. No, wasn't it the, the Titan with Eren's powers? Was to find the Titan yeah, with exactly. coordinates. Yeah, they made they find the 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 um, coordinate Titan, right? The, the one with the power. The, and yeah. The coordinates, yes. So, let me let me understand. The Malians want the Titan exactly. and the ability to control <laughs> other Titans. Exactly. And that's and I think and I think they initially, they initially thought Erin had that power. That's why they were after Erin. That's why Annie went after Erin. Uh, the um, that's um, season one, the ending of season one. The expenditure outside the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they thought they they suspected that he was the one. Is it exactly? So when they when they discovered he was not the one, I I think that was where Beto and Rainer began to um question their mission. And they 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 openly told Erin. I think that that was what happened at the, at the beginning of season two. They openly told Erin that they were. They were sent. Mm. This guy was this guy. This guy yeah. was tired. You know the thing is, you know, Aaron is actually the one with the with the with the founded Titan. He's actually the one with it. But they thought like they were not sure. But the part where they knew he was the one was in that scream episode where yes. he he punched that Titan's hand and. Ordered all the was ordering all the titans around them. 
and they were obeying his command. Yeah. You understand? So eventually, we found out, and that was why Rania was saying that Eren is the last person he wants in the whole world to have that power. Because Eren was actually the one with the power. So, like, there was something I wanted to say about this morality issue. One of my favorite scenes in the whole Attack on Titan is actually about this morality stuff. Right. This guy, Rainer, is, Rainer is a very beautiful character. The part, the part where he, he revealed himself to Eren, I said, you guys need to go and watch that scene again. Like, maybe every day when you wake up, watch it. Yeah. When you... Uh, <laughs> This song, the song, the, the guy that's my ringtone. Ah, that, that she, song. She does go like, how did he get to this? It went from zero to one thousand, literally, because everything was so calm. But when you go back to watch that scene, you see, you will see Bethel and Rainer talking in the background. You won't realize that. Since we are about to get really, really fucked up, as in ape shit. So when, in fact, it was like a joke. Like uh, Rana's voice was in the background. Rana was telling Eren, "I am the the I am the Amo Titan, the Colossal you Titan." You say casual. very casually, uh, very very casually. God, I love that. I love that <laughs> thing, like man. He said it so casually. You know. Rana is like a mad person. Rana is so fucked up. He, he, you know, he, he's bipolar. He, he had to tell himself a lie, you know, to be able to carry on his mission. So he has two personalities, kind of the soldier and the warrior. So the warrior is the one from Mali, and then the soldier is the one that's um, trained with those people in the distance. So when he was telling Eren that stuff. That and the, he 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 honestly expected that Aaron will accept what he's telling him and follow he and Bethel to their place to complete their mission. He will just fo- honestly follow them. So when Aaron now told him that ah, that Aaron, you know Aaron now he he didn't want to believe it because by that. Time, they had already had suspicions and they had told them that they would try and take them underground so that no nothing will happen. So everybody was being careful, but Eren did not want to believe that they were actually the armored and the colossal titans. So hearing what Rainer told him, he said that it's not true, that which kind of joke is this? And then he told him that even if it was true, do you expect me to just leave everything and follow you? So that was when Rainer now said this very interesting thing. He now said that I can't believe that 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 you are right. Yeah, he said you are right. I can't believe that I actually like that I've been I've been around you guys so long that I actually thought that this is the way the world works. That I've been around yeah, he called them idiots. He called all of them idiots. I've been around you idiots for so long. I actually thought that this is the way the world works. That he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what is right and wrong. But that he must follow his path, the warrior's path, to the bitter end. So I really love that scene. The whole, uh, he was so conflicted there. He didn't know what to do. That the morality, the, 
that thing. And then he now decided to still stick to whatever he was doing. That is now the polarity. So I really like, I watched that scene numerous times. <laughs> you know, that scene is so nice. I swear. So I think I mean something here. Um, these people were given yeah. a mission to come and aid pressers and they're carrying it out so diligently. Yes. See, okay, you know something about this thing? Mali, like I told you, is like Nazi Germany. These LDNs in, um, in Mali have been led to believe a lie about their own... Okay, let me not say a lie, but they've been giving a narrative about their own people. And because they've been oppressed so much, you know, when you enslave someone, the extent to, just like what uh, Todimo was saying, to the extent of civility is just in their in their head. Even with all the power they have, they are still willing to do what their masters have told them. In quotes. But then there's still a bit more to it, which you guys will find out later. Mm, please, I would like to find it out later. Go to December seven. I presume. But yeah, another well, another well, that's a very interesting question about morals. Remember when? Um, remember Erwin's famous speech: "My soldiers rage, my soldiers scream, my soldiers fight." <laughs> so, like the question I would like to pose: If you were in Erwin's shoes, what would you do? That what would you do? Ah, Japa, Japa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was literally between a rock and a hard place. They couldn't have really made it out safe anyway, yeah. you know. Well, <laughs> man, man, I see, I see it goes deeper. You know, he sent uh, Levi on, let's say, the side mission to Levi. That guy is the greatest in AOT. Respect. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like not to respect, like. I don't know if Zeke, you know, Zeke made a wall around, he made a wall of what you call large titans around them so that yeah. they couldn't run. But Erwin, despite all, despite everything that was going on, he was calm enough to see that uh, uh, this are poor, <laughs> this is where this is like a pathway to fight Zeke. Mm-hmm. So, and what well, that one is just sad, but was he morally, was he morally right for Erwin to send? Well, to send everyone as well, I say bit to distract Zeke. I mean, <laughs> you know, the strange thing about talking about morals when it comes to war is that people have gone ahead and excused themselves by saying all is fair in love and war. <laughs> because you, you can say he ran in and died along with them, right? But, but, but at the same time, what is war? You're going and killing people. I mean, okay, the Malians and the Eludites or Eludes were are clearly at each other. Eldians, yes. They're clearly at war with each other. Everything they are doing is to perpetuate this war with each other. So you got to wonder, right? Is it morally okay to 
infiltrate and kidnap a child? <laughs> is it morally okay to slaughter titans that were once human beings? Asking if it's morally okay to do anything, frankly, at this point, is a little, <laughs> it's a little strange because they've been slaughtering all day, both sides, Guys, frankly. Do you, do you know? Do you... Ah, great point. Yeah. Out there, like, uh, when um, they were experimenting on these titans, <laughs> do they feel pain? Do they not feel pain? <laughs> Irrelevant. They were experimenting to see what made them think. And they asked, but who is the enemy we, here? We wouldn't have been thinking like this if we had not gotten to the, would I say, the lower room in Aaron's, in, in Aaron's house. Yeah. Remember, you remember, like, ah. before this time, the Eldians were, I mean, Mikasa, all these people, they were fighting to survive, while the other ones were fighting to, like, perpetrate the actual war. So one was, like, survivor instinct. The other one was just, like, to instigate this war thing. So, well, until we... It, we might call it survival instinct, but guess what? The Reese's, the, the whole, the, 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 um, the royalty, they knew. They knew all of this, and they still created a corpse to go out and kill these yeah. titans. <laughs> they knew, but they still kept quiet. Like, very interesting people. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> to the extent of even killing people willing to... I mean, willing to... Beat sense, they speak sense into the other guys. I mean, was there no one guy that well, I can't remember, I can't remember, I can't remember the guy, I can't remember what scene, but they removed his nails and killed him. Then this guy, then I can't remember his nails. they removed his yeah. nails and then, yeah, they tortured him to death. And they gave, they gave a very few the, the military police, they are like the uh, thought police in 1984. So like there's They're like the regular police, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean police brutality. So, <laughs> so so the 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 there's something you said now we are really on this morality stuff, but like I don't mind. There, there's something you said about they've been killing titans that were human beings, and why it's like piqued my interest is because there was you know, Levi, everything about Levi is just sweet. You know, the way he talks, <laughs> the way he cleans, the way he fights, everything, you know, mannerisms, everything. So there was the time that Hanji was talking with Levi and Erwin in the room, and then she was talking about what they had discovered in the basement and how the Titans have actually been human beings. So... Levi now asked the question. He now said, do you mean I've been flying around killing people? You know, in his usual Levi manner. So I think, like I say, Hajime Isiyama must be a very, very nonsense. Like, I, I imagine how he would be a very, very wicked person. Because... I don't doubt we, we, the viewers. We have already accepted, just like the the people, just like the the people of Paradise Island. We have already accepted that these things are mindless, soulless. Um, they just like eating, and you know they don't have any uh, this thing. And then this guy now make, comes back to tell us that they're actually human beings. Who, 
and the killings that we've been enjoying. Like, ah, Levi, bad guy, is actually human <laughs> being. And then eventually, even Eren acknowledges it when they were walking to um to they were you know they, they went outside the world and then they were walking towards like the, the the ocean they met a titan that could not walk that was crawling that was on the floor and Eren of all people touched it and it's his <laughs> brother <laughs> that was just that's the point. That's the tragedy of the whole show. That's why it's so brutal. Because just like a lot of decisions that we make in real life, there are a lot of decisions that we make that there's no right answer. You just do what you have to do. And that's why... Um, but oh, oh, to, to, to be fair, though, there, there was some right answers uh, in some of these killings. For example, the scouts were created when there was peace. Their job was to scout out outside yeah. the wall. Something that is already full and complete knowledge that the royal yeah. family had, but they decided to hide it. They literally just kept sending people to their death for Obvious. no reason. We are not talking all. about this, uh, this thing now. You know, this, um, rule, the ruling class in any society, they are nasty people. We know. We know that one. I'm talking of like the commoners. The commoners. Yeah, and something else. Uh, even. Ah, I don't want to. Let's just leave. Let me just leave this one. I want to say. Let's just leave it. So, because I wanted to talk about that ruling class, but it will just be something else. But, okay. This, um, the people in like control now, we discover, I discovered that there's a lot of uh, religious undertones in the show. What do you guys like? Do you guys like pick up on any, any that's rough? Yeah. Is there any like, ha <laughs> uh. The religious undertones, sometimes overtones, because I mean, it was towards the second season they introduced the church of the walls, yeah, now, right? It's just like perfect example of how the state controls people through religion. It, these yeah. people, okay, had scraped a tiny bit of the tooth because they were the ones that kept the walls, they saw there were titans within yeah. the walls, right. It goes to show that they knew the people that built these walls knew a lot more about Titans than the regular folk. But they used this their same religion to keep everybody ignorant and to placate them when even during the 
poor rationing. Like after everybody had fled, fled the outside walls, they lost all their food and everything. Yes, the ruling class was still eating their fill, yeah. right? It was their job to keep everybody hopeful and, and happy, telling them to pray to the wall. It will save them, right? Mm -hmm. But that's just Paradise Island. Even on Mali, they still use religious, religious tactics, so to say, to keep this myth, this law of the demon, devil, Ymir in people's mind, using it as justification for why they are oppressing an entire ethnicity of people. What yeah, I told you. They were still, even in, um, in Paradise Island, even the, you know, amongst the religious, they were, when I say fanatics, like, when I call them fanatics, they were ready to die. They were ready to kill and yeah. die for, when I say what they believed in. And you see these people at the top, those watching, like those keeping silent. Like it's, I, I see it as Saja. Like you see people that will follow you to the pits of hell to fight with you and help you uphold the uphold everything you hold for. But you just keep, you just sit back and watch. You, well, let's say what things are food, what them go to their death and stuff like that. That's that's always very sad. As you said, religion is good for keeping people in check. Uh, good. Exactly. The, 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 the thing about it is that those people who are in power, they, they use religion to, to, to control the people because the rice family, like, like we said from the beginning, they run, away, they run away to maintain peace. So the price for that peace now is to now control people. Yeah. Because if the Titans were attacking and they didn't attack back, it won't, it won't make sense. So they feel they felt that if we can give these people a common enemy and brainwash them with religion, that this wall is their savior, that they will they they will never try to think of or be inquisitive on what actually brought them within the wall, or or is it how they started life? All they will do is want to fight because if you at the ending of season season one. Those when Erin and Erin and um, yeah. um, this girl were, fight, were fighting, those people with the church they were praying. They were praying while um, the female Titan and Erin Satan were fighting. And when when they're still fighting, when Erin kicked, yeah. I think Erin pushed or punched the female Titan. She fell into the church. She crashed into the church. So it means that. Those people, they are confident within the church. They believe the world will protect them no matter what. Instead of going out to question, and things, and the fact that they didn't question, the wall, um, sorry, the titan crashed into them while they were praying and still believing in the world. So I don't know. I think humans find this solace in, in religion. Once they believe that something is there to protect them, they, they, they think that's it, and I come with that. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you, but I think you remember after you remember the aim. You remember when Annie and Aaron were fighting? So us that time, Aaron was yeah, trying yeah. to save the humans, right? But yeah, I, you. I think there was a part where they were prosecuting Aaron for destroying that part. I think did they, did they prosecute? That was him? before then. That was before then. Remember? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, even after the war, even after the war, I think they were still berating him for destroying the capital. 
I think the only time they tried to prosecute Erin, um, Commander Levi came to his rescue and said that he would belong to the military. And that was the first time he turned into a titan. Why you say came to his rescue? I, you see, I what <laughs> someone will have in his head is like coming and you know holding the people. Very, very weird <laughs> rescue someone. I'm gonna beat him more. Ah, wickedness. Fucked him up. <laughs> That's yeah, Levi's way of coming to convince the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, clearly, all of us so far, I... <laughs> we've, we've, been, we've, been, we've been really knocking on religion here, you know, now, talking about how the state uses it for popular control. I was kind of expecting to just dive in there, play devil's <laughs> advocate, you know, talk about how religion, yeah. you know, is really actually not too bad, especially in the world of Attack on Titan. Yeah. Who you mean me? No. I think That's from from the about. from the people in Paradis, their perspective, religion is not too bad. Is had it been had it been had it been Attack on Titan ended abruptly in season one, religion would not mm-hmm. be bad. But it's because we know what we know now that we can say it's bad. Well, the thing about religion, you know. Everyone always believes that there's a mighty, fo- there's a higher force that controls everything. So this thing called hope is very, well, I say, well, it's not very. It doesn't glimmer brightly. It doesn't shine brightly, but it's always there. Like I hope for this. Like people are always hoping for. It. People you are know, always yeah. hoping. Hope, yeah. You get. But you got one. Yeah. Which is better, so, I, hope or truth? Because these people's hope was created out of sheer and complete ignorance. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there was even... When I was watching... I was watching this movie, this thing, what they call it? Um, Casa Money Heist. The professor brought something to them, like, in a match between Cameroon and Brazil, who would win? Like, I, I want to try to bring out your point of truth and hope. Normally, everybody expects Brazil <laughs> to win. Everybody, the truth is that Brazil is going to win. But most times, people will, like, support <laughs> You get, like, they hope that Cameroon will, like, beat them. But they, we all we already know this is going to happen, but they always hope that Cameroon, like... <laughs> yeah, at least I, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine, imagine <laughs> banking on that hope, bringing yeah. out your school fees, and then betting on that hope, right? Because... You're really hopeful that Cameroon will win. That's 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 the difference between simply just hoping in your mind and actually putting action on this your hope. They, they they hope so much because of this religion that they put their lives literally on the line because of these people telling them to hope that if we kill enough titans, they will someday finish or something. When they were very well aware, they keep pumping new titans over the wall. It's how they get rid of prisoners. No matter how many they killed, more would always come. It's not like they were just falling from the sky. But no, they told them to hope, hope in the scout regiment. Uh, the, the, the bigger picture was, was peace. I think that was, so far everything was going smoothly. It was going smoothly. Was I think it? that was okay to the ruling class. I think it was going far. No, I mean, I mean in terms of peace. Okay, yeah, okay. Peace. You, you can call it peace, right? But 
The fact is, there was this rigid class structure that we've already talked about before. It might have seemed fine and dandy for the few people in yeah. the inner circle, but a lot of people's lives were pretty awful. I mean, there was lots of banditry, for example. Look how Mikasa lost both her parents because of they were just murdered in cold blood. It's not like in the outer circle of, of, um, of the walls, everything was fine and dandy. <laughs> okay, okay, let's, let's, let's hop back right, to this part of Attack on Titan that I love quite a bit. When, um, 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 what's the name of Mikasa? No, no, sorry, Ackerman, Levi's surrogate, right? This, this thief, this assassin that, that kills people, you, you know? Can you imagine thinking this piece when there are multiple, yeah, Kenny, when there are multiple assassins within the Kenny. walls ready to go and slice someone's neck at night, right? The, the walls are far from safe or heavenly place, despite what the name would let you think. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, Kenny, well, Kenny, well, Kenny was another very interesting character. Was very... <laughs> nah, man. I like that guy. My, I like that guy. <laughs> you know something? Um, talking about this religion stuff. The um, you know, okay, for for anyone listening now, sir, the reason Victor is expecting me to <laughs> come in and play in quote devil's advocate. <laughs> Is because I myself am a like religious person, like very religious person. So you know, I know, I know what you are expecting, but I'm not even going to try and like um, do any of that. But like, there's something I feel is quite tasty about the the. Um, the right, the right family. You know, when they said um, the right family, these guys, uh, uh, um, um, Historia's dad, I forget that guy's name. The man, Rodriguez. I don't, I don't want to be forgetting <laughs> the names of these characters. The Rodriguez. Eh? Yeah, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, Rodriguez. So the guy's um, um, dad, the guy and his brother, were trying to convince his dad that, see, this world we are living in is not good. Let us leave this place, you know? Let us kill all the titans that are coming and let us uh, um, free people. This world is not good the way it is and all that. The dad did not answer them. He did not accept any of their pleas. Immediately, it was turn. It was the turn of Rod's brother to take over the what are they calling it? The the founding titan from the dad. They had already agreed that see, once you collect this founding titan, this was going to happen. Immediately, the boy collected the founding titan. Rodriguez said that immediately he looked into his eyes. He knew that 
the the will of King Fritz. That's what they call the first king that came to Paradise Island. That the will, the man's will, had taken over his brother, and so like the same, the story was the same. He was going, he was not going to do anything about the world. He was not going to kill the titans that were threatening them and all that. So there's something I want to point out here. You guys should like follow me closely. So. The same thing with um, Rod's daughter. Um, is it Frey? Frey something? I'm forgetting that her name. Oh, anyway, when she took over the founding Titan, same thing. Same story. So, when Kenny encountered Rod's brother, Rod, Rod Rice's brother that had the founding Titan, he was, he, Kenny, who is someone that does not care about anything, was both, was in you know, all of the guy because this was someone to whom he thought was the most powerful person existing. There, like, there's no way there's anyone more powerful than this guy because Kenny himself thought he was the most powerful. So there's something else. King Fritz, the founding, the person whose will is controlling the other, um, the, the people carrying on his titan. The guy himself had won... The, when they were coming to Paradise Island, they said he warned um, those other people that they should not, you know, come and uh, they should not come and attack or something like that, which is what these people are currently doing, Rana and Bertolt. So I'm trying to put something together here now. So when I look at what is his name? Rod Rice, or let me say, the holder of the founding titan in the in the Rice family. Because you know, if you are of the Rice lineage and you possess that founding titan, that's when Fritz's um, 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 will will take over you. If you do, if you if you don't possess, if you are not of that lineage, it will not take over you. That's why Eren is still the way he is. You understand? So. I feel like if you don't have the blood, huh? I, I think I thought they said something about if you don't have the if you don't have the race blood, you can't unleash the, uh, the coordinate. I can't remember. So they said but that. if but if but um, if but if but when when Erin touched exactly. someone that had that had um the blood, he could use the coordinate. Exactly. That was why he was able to use it that time because that titan he touched was the 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 you know was a rice was yeah. a was a member of that uh, family dina yes dina fritz she was descendant of the fritz uh, bloodline so the thing is that what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to point out in that um what are they calling it um and paradise island and the holders of the founding titan from the rice family is that to me, I think Isiyama kind of uses them as an allegory to um, what's the word? Like typify God. The personage of God. Because the rice, a rice me a member holding that titan knows from the point of view of a, a paradise, paradisian, whatever, knows everything, 
is all powerful yet from their point of view seems to okay. do nothing which hmm. is a which is a uh, you know that's the the major complaints that you know a lot of people have that you know god is all powerful and all knowing why does he not do anything so i feel like you know isiyama does that in that world because what did kenny uh, ask kenny asked that uh, but i don't know i can't remember rodrice's brother's name he asked that this guy that that guy that's the the one with the founding titan then he asked that was this his idea of paradise yeah <laughs> do you understand mm. so that's what he was asking that was this idea of paradise but like chemeka said earlier if things were done normally by the people in paradise island and by the malians themselves not sending the 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 what are they calling it titans demons to the paradise island you know wreck havoc and all that and if the people inside were doing the right from the point of view of the eldians yeah. it was paradise do you understand and then another, another thing is that we still don't know why at the, at the end of season 3 we still don't know why despite knowing all that he knows the king fritz still imposes that they should not uh you know scatter up paradise paradise island though you know it is eventually going to be revealed later in the show hopefully but then at least now we we know why he would not want to kill the titans because they are humans so i feel like that's a very from a religious point of view from like, i feel like that's a very very interesting typification of you know god in our world especially so like i really really applaud isiyama for that that's that stuff in fact rod rice specifically said it with his mouth where he told his story that um he wants to bring god back to the world i don't know if you guys remember it where he held his story and was shouting that she should she should inject herself and eat eren um, yeah yeah so like i i really 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 love like, i don't know if that's exactly what is in isiyama's mind or like it's it's clear to me that that is what it looks like so i really like that you know talking about religion no but guy you know you know why you just bust my brain up when you didn't even why? you didn't even refer to like the religious bodies in the anime <laughs> to make your point about religion you actually went to the top like I, i never well i never thought about i never thought about the rodrigues and your guys like that at all i don't saw them yeah you know i never saw them like you, you know something do you know something the church in the walls 
the way they do their things is quite corrupt. You understand? But then, I don't know. Like, I don't want to go into this one because it will start getting a bit philosophical. But yeah, like, I get, I get what you're saying, Sha. I even remember there was this Pope, Pope Alexander. I think it was um, yeah. Pope Alexander. They asked him one question. This was this is a book, um, The Family by Mario Puzo. So they asked him a question. They asked him a question. Mario Puzo, writer of Godfather. Yes. So this one was about the family. The name of this book yeah, yeah. is the family. So they asked him a question, a religious question. And I, I can't hear you. Okay. They asked him a they asked him a question. They asked them Pope Alexander a question, a religious question. Yeah. Rather than answering the question from a religious point of view, he guy just used like he guy just gave an a response from is it a normal point of view or a philosophical point of view? Like that's that's what I was expecting you to be religious, like you would make a great pope. <laughs> I wanted to say something that would have been very inflammatory now, but I will just <laughs> don't worry. Uh, yeah, so like But that's 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 the thing about art to do. Some the person creating the art and the person perceiving the art. Like like Tarantino used said in um in his dialogue in um Inglorious Bastards. The, the people who made King Kong, whether they whether they knew it or not, they they were telling the story of slavery. So what great did the people who made King Kong the story King okay. Kong? Yeah, yeah. That whether they knew it or not, whether they knew it or not, they were telling the story of slavery. How and how slavery went. Yeah. So the the person who the the. The creator of an art cannot force the perception. So, how you perceive it is independent of what the creator actually meant. That is very true. So great saying that. So great saying that Isyama might not mean that. It does not change the fact that that's what he he perceived from it. Yeah, you know something about art, and that is why I I I always you know, Attack on Titan has many layers. If you keep is is an onion. If you keep flaying the layer, if you keep removing the layers, you keep seeing more and more things. I've watched the show three times, and every time I watched it, okay. I still saw more and more. Like not just the story itself. I'm talking philosophical things, deep stuff, like really, really deep stuff. That you know. So so the, something about art is that. Art is inspired. And when I say inspired, I mean it comes from more than the person. Do you understand? The, the person creating the art is sometimes it feels like when art is inspired, you are not the one creating the art. You are just like a channel. So sometimes you might put something down and you don't even know what what you just did. You don't even know that. You don't even know the totality of what you just did. It will have more meaning than what you intended. I swear. And to me, that's art. 
because what you just said is very very true because people will be picking out plenty plenty things you know from it it's just like this J. Cole song um uh that he sang with miguel uh, would you believe me if i said i'm in love power trip he sang with miguel so when he's singing that song the lyrics of, of that song sorry Oh, he's saying he's he's talking of um, she got me up all night. That's what he's saying. That the girl has got him up throughout the night and all that. But then that song is actually double entendre. It has two meanings. He's not just talking of a woman. He's also talking of um, his his music. That his music has got him up all night. You know, thinking of these love songs. You understand? Yeah. So. I said that is art. Like art is inspired. It's more than what you intend a lot of a lot of the time. And you know, that's why Shingeki no Kyojin is just so to me. Like I always say, I can I can like I've still not come across a show, not even an anime. You know, barring Breaking Bad, I have still not come across a show that is as good as Attack on Titan. Because it's good on so many levels. So many levels. Agreed. I don't know. I absolutely so, agree. Now, I've not seen it? Breaking Bad or anything, but I'm fairly sure yeah. that uh, Attack on Titan should get maybe a couple notches on it because of just the absolutely fantastic animation that goes into it, you know? Yeah. I like I love the animation. Man, if someone told me the like like if someone told me that they don't like have anything better, like that they've watched and they've watched everything in the whole world, I will agree. I won't even argue. I won't say you are wrong and I won't say you are right either. But I'll just be okay with it. You know, Attack on Titan. <laughs> well um, Attack on Titan is a masterpiece. So <clears throat> I know every time you watch you always discover new things. I think I should watch it again. Yeah. Huh? So I think I should watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> so um I don't know any like last words from you guys. <sighs> I'm trying to rewatch this thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Get my spirits ready. I say uh, well I just started a Kamiga queue. Okay. Uh, um, on the first episode, um, Mark recommended it to... I mean, he said something about it, Sha. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really in the mood for animes now. About and went ahead to spoil everything. What did you say? So maybe, maybe don't listen to the first episode. <laughs> yep. Just oh, correct the whole thing. He, did he spoil it in that episode? Have you seen it? I've seen it. I, I will not comment. I do not like to spoil things. See, see. Don't worry. I I don't remember anything he said. I will I will go on. <laughs> I will go on. I'll just keep it somewhere in my brain. Nah, yeah, I have to watch it. Uh, Let, let's call it let's call it a day. Let's call it a day. This was really, really nice. And um, hopefully we'll we'll get together again for something else, some other topic or 
maybe still this one. So, um, as a full metal chemist, yeah, my head is a cool. <laughs> is it a brotherhood? Is it is it a brotherhood? I I heard they call it full metal chemist brotherhood or something like that. No, there are two of them. There is full okay. metal alchemist and there's full metal okay. alchemist brotherhood. Both okay, guys. Thank you so much for like your your thoughts. And uh, we'll see you again sometime. Hey, sure then.